I'm Helen, the cat get-off-the-shelf storyteller. And I'm Ben, the uh, scheduling conflict player. And we are two members of the Starting Equipment Podcast, coming to you today with some interseason content as we make our final approach to Season 2. Thanks for being here. Today, we're going to talk about something that everyone who plays tabletops games experiences eventually. The sudden end of a game. Yes, the mid-season show cancellation of gaming. You're left with a character sheet that isn't quite where you want it, a handful of schemes that you never got to execute, and a witty retort to something said last session that you spent all week thinking of. There are thousands of specific reasons that games just stop. If you had to categorize them, though, at the broadest level, you'd end up with two basic bins. People were having fun, but... And... People weren't having fun because. So we're not going to guess at why games end. It's specific to the table and the people involved in every single case. Further, there are often excellent reasons why a game should end, regardless of where the narrative is left hanging, especially if it falls in the people weren't having fun bin. So instead, we're going to talk about what happens next and brainstorm a little bit about what you do. Because even if the game wasn't fun on the whole, there might be elements of it that you're disappointed to see lost, and there are inevitably many lessons you can take from it. Okay, so your game has ended. What next? Even if it wasn't a mutual decision or if it caught you off guard, be understanding and respectful. At least in my personal experience as a storyteller, if the storyteller announces they're going to stop running a game, they've already been thinking about it for a while. And either what was holding them back stopped being an issue, or the problems have just piled up to the point where they couldn't ignore it anymore and something had to give. Maybe it was a story you were excited to tell or a game you were excited to play. That can be frustrated, especially if you have a limited free time for creative hobbies. And your feelings are valid. It's very hard to make time for our joys and creativity. But your feelings don't give you license to lash out at anyone at the table. And they also don't give you a license to appoint yourself the backseat driver of somebody else's life and pepper them with questions and unsolicited advice about how to fix whatever you've decided the problem is. If you're just hearing about it, that doesn't mean it was a snap decision. Very likely, this has been building up. So you just have to respect that. As someone who's had this in the past before, where your schedule has changed to such a degree that the time that you're playing at just didn't work, usually you've gone through a few at least near sleepless nights before you decided to bring that up to the table. But if you're the one who has decided the game must end suddenly, remember, your feelings are valid too. You don't owe anyone more of an explanation than you're comfortable giving. It can feel really dismissive to say it's just a game if you've invested hours and hours of logistical time but also emotional energy into character and a story only to find that door, that outlet closed to you suddenly. This will probably feel different for a game that has four three-hour sessions total in six months since inception than a game that's been running regularly for years. And honestly, that's going to be true even if there is a satisfactory end to the Chronicle. This is a whole thing that's ended, you know, that deserves your space. Yeah, still feel your feelings. That's okay. But 
we're still responsible for what we do with those feelings. And putting aside the story for a moment, the event itself, that logistical undertaking of getting everybody together in person or online to tell a story together, that is just a game and games end. But if you find yourself with a character or a story stuck in your head after a game ends suddenly, don't despair. This is actually an opportunity. Tabletop gaming is a social hobby that lets us engage a shared creative outlet, but you can also pursue that creative outlet solo. Try writing something. Write an epilogue. Write about your character's goals. Write a conversation between your character and an NPC, the one you were itching to have before the game ended. Why? Because it's so hard to find time or make time to foster our creativity as adults in America, especially if we aren't working in the arts. And on top of that again, speaking as an American again, our society really goes all in on the idea that we have to be perfect or profitable at anything in order for it to be worthwhile. You can just write for no reason. No reason other than to get something out of your head and onto a page. You can just write because you want to. Which is to say, if you have a story or idea that excites you, hell, if you have a paragraph that excites you, try writing it down, even if it's just for you. Does writing not appeal to you? Maybe draw something. I can hear the chorus of, but I can't draw even now. Ooh, ooh, shush, 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 shush. I didn't ask if you were a classically trained artist with oil paints and years of experience. I didn't ask if you were good. The human spirit does two things before all else, and they are love other humans first and create things second, and everything else comes after those. So pick up a thing, I don't care what, use it to make a mark on another thing, and then keep doing that until it's got a soul. You don't have to be good at it, you can just do it for no other reason besides that you wanted to, just because you can. Whatever the medium, the point here is draw on that creative momentum you've still got after the end of the game. And if you don't already have a solo form of creative expression, especially you, one you can do relatively inexpensively without much prep, maybe channel that energy into trying. You may try it once and never again, or you may find a whole new creative undertaking to enjoy. Now, hopefully the end of a game doesn't mean the end of all gaming for you. Yeah, please don't let it. If you play with mixed impermanent groups, maybe it'll be a while before you play again. If you play with a fixed group, it's possible someone else already has an idea of something to run. And if you play with multiple groups, maybe there's no in your schedule at all. The point is though, you will probably be making another character for another game relatively soon. And if that's the case, then it's a great time to think about the game that just ended and ask yourself what you'd like to see more of or less of in the next game. For instance, what part of your character did you enjoy the most? What stories excited you? What elements of role play challenged you? You can also think about what the storyteller did that you enjoyed and elements of your fellow players role playing characterization that you thought brought a lot to the table. And bonus points if you also tell them how they made the game better and thank them for playing with you. The end of the game is a great time to let your fellow players and storyteller know that you enjoyed playing with them and appreciate what they bring to the table and their time. Any time is a great time. But if you're feeling down at the end of the game, they may be too, and a compliment or a word of thanks can go a long way. Also, think about the mechanics. Did you like the system? 
And if so, what about the system did you like? Or what about the system did you not like? Maybe you don't like fate-based games. Maybe you can't get enough of Powered by the Apocalypse. Maybe if you've never played another D100 role under game in your life, it'll be too soon. This is also a great writing prompt topic. Write a debrief, journal it all out, dig into it, get to know a little bit more about your gaming style and preferences. Use that to guide your approach to the next game. Some people like to make all their characters different as a role-playing challenge. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with playing something over again if you feel like you didn't really finish exploring the idea that you wanted to tell. This is where that personal debrief can come into play because it can give you an idea of what you'd do differently next time. I joke sometimes about only having like four characters that I just palette swap and play at different places in their lives, but it's only sort of a joke because part of that is when I don't feel like I've gotten what I was looking for out of a concept, I'll play it again in a different game, different mechanics sometimes. Usually, even when you start from a similar place as an old character, a concept will grow into the new story and become something fresh. So in summary, games in sometimes unceremonious. The best things you can do when this happens to you are keep up your creative momentum and use the opportunity to think about what you want out of games and storytelling. The game is dead. Long live the game. And with that, I'm Ben, the scheduling conflict player. I'm Helen, the cat get off the shelf storyteller. And thanks for listening.